Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Um, good morning. I'm Jen, as you may have heard. Um, this is Peace Month at West Hills, and so I've been asked to bring first word um, relative to the topic of housing. Humans require surprisingly few things in order to live and function. Water, food, shelter to pr protect us from the elements, belonging within a community or village. Home should be a place where we get those needs met. For far too many people, though, this is not the case. When we look at who is not able to consistently access safe and stable housing in the Portland area, patterns emerge. Along with the driver of income, race, gender identity, disability, and mental health predict who is more or less likely to experience, it, experience housing insecurity. Here in Multnomah Village, conversations on housing and homelessness have increased in recent months with the opening of a new temporary overnight shelter. These community discussions have brought out the best and the worst in us. Community volunteers have supported the shelter with food, clothing, and hygiene donations. At the same time, other neighbors have posted hateful messages in public forums, expressing fear that the act of offering refuge from the cold to our most vulnerable neighbors will bring crime, violence, and addiction to a neighborhood they view as lacking these things. In reality, there is some truth to this. Seeing a large group of people who are homeless on a daily basis might be an indication that our social system doesn't work for everyone. How dare anyone disturb our comfort of our privilege? In, in reality, there is already addiction here. There is already violence here. There is already homelessness here in Multnomah Village. Often, it is kept behind closed doors. It packs up to move before the morning commute. It is kept hidden in order to escape the notice and the retribution of the comfortable, to preserve the facade that these things only happen over there, wherever there is. Thinking it only happens elsewhere keeps us from hearing and seeing it and working to heal it. The inherent violence of a system that is racist and keeps people in a cycle of poverty does get translated into emotional and physical interpersonal violence and individual mental health. Rather than seeing violence as a reflection of a broken system, however, we are taught to assign the cause and the penalty to the individual. This is part of the way institutionalized classism and racism work. The system is designed to hold up and preserve power and insulate those who experience privilege from the stress and the violence carried by those who do not. 
The good news? People can choose to remove the insulation that comes with that privilege. We can do this on a simple level in our daily lives, reading and listening to media produced by people of color, bringing up challenging topics in daily conversations, buying our copy of Street, Lo Street Roots in front of New Seasons, signing petitions and armchair activism, how and what we teach our, our children, what businesses we choose to support. We can also engage more deeply by showing up where the brokenness is, bearing witness. As a white woman, the record of police action and inaction should tell me that I will never be as vulnerable as a person of color in a similar situation. We can use our privilege to amplify the voices of marginalized people. When we do it well, it should not be comfortable. The process should make us more vulnerable to the suffering, dissonance, and outrage that marginalized people experience daily. Generosity and compassion define our better selves. One recent newcomer to Multnomah Village, a stranger, posted a frantic message to the Facebook group as she was experiencing a medical emergency away from home while using her family's only car. In less than an hour, some neighbors were watching her children while others drove her spouse to join her at the emergency room. Our community responds amazingly to the people we perceive is belonging. What does it take to expand the sense of belonging to include more marginalized people? Social change requires faith. We have never lived in a system that is not racist and classist. We are the fish who have lived our whole lives landlocked in a house within a fishbowl. And still, we dream of living in an ocean we've never seen. We can trust the light in our own hearts to guide us in the constant act of creating a new and different world, a world that values every person. With each, with each stranger we meet, there is a story that defines their humanity and their right to safe and stable housing.